0: From One of One Production Studio, located in Fort Lee, New Jersey, this is the Art of Music Tech, and now here's your host, Fayla and Dennis. Let's go, let's go, let's go, and welcome to the Art of Music Tech uh, NAM edition, Summer NAM in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm here with the owner of Artist Relations, Randy Fuchs. Uh, uh, very dear friend of ours since we started 23DB and now we're into one of one productions as well. Um, big fan of the show and how we uh, got into reviewing and uh, knowing what, what, what's the next technology coming up is, is from this guy randy so thank you for finally getting on the show well thank you so much for that
1: (laughs) actually wonderfully nice introduction
0: oh yes 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 um i've known you for wow um a good friend of ours quiz introduced me to you about eight nine years ago and um at AES. Oh, yeah,
1: pretty early on. So. For those of you who don't know who Quiz is, <laughs> the Quiz has worked with a lot of it, yeah. huge artists. The last one he's been working with before the pandemic shut everything down was uh, Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, last time I saw him probably was Beyonce Tour. What they did, which was really cool, um, they had this... Normally, when you have an engineer, they go set up on site. And I think we were there for the very first show, which was in Miami. Uh And they had a truck that pulled in, and they built the monitoring station for the tour in the truck itself, which is the coolest thing I've ever seen for something like that. Because normally, when they do it, it takes all these hours to set up. But what they did here by doing it on the truck They had three different stations on there, so you just roll into the venue, take the cables out, plug them in, and they're all set and they're ready to go.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, again, uh, cutting edge technology-wise, Quiz is always with it, I think ahead, of the game, uh, yeah, ahead of the game, I mean that's, awesome. she's pretty much the ultimate right now um, in, in anything of new technology coming in for a higher end artist. Um, how did you get in, how did you start artist relations, let's get into that.
1: <laughs> it's a convoluted story, so <laughs> at one time I was uh, um, what I would like to believe was a professional musician. Okay. Uh, And so I I worked in, you know, as a kid, I worked in different music stores. I worked for Buddy's Music Center on Quentin Road in Brooklyn, which is no longer there. And then I worked for Sam Ash Music. Mm -hmm. I worked for uh, Plush Amplifiers, uh, which was an amplifier manufacturer. And I learned a lot of stuff there. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I um, did an all-night session and wound up... um, at my drummer's house, and my drummer basically had to go somewhere and say, can you do me a favor, I'm interviewing for a job. And can you wait here? So the guy came into the house while my friend Ted was out, and we wound up talking, and then he decided he wanted to hire both of us. And so I started working for a company called New Breeders Associates as a sales rep in the music industry, Mm -hmm. and quickly rose to being his best guy. Mm-hmm. And that opened a whole bunch of doors for me, and at that time, um, my wife was quite ill. and She wanted to be in Florida near her family. And subsequently, unfortunately, she passed away. And I started my own sales rep firm in Florida, doing exactly what I did in New York, which is basically calling on different music stores with gear. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that a lot of the companies would have engineers in adverts talking about product, but not musicians. And so I took a cue from what I saw in the consumer world and reached out to a bunch of well-known musicians I knew because I worked with them a lot of these guys Mm -hmm. in other capacities and I started doing artist relations while I was a sales rep in the music industry and so in that capacity with different brands we did different things so with Digitech we worked closely with Yngwie Malmsteen and Eric Clapton and Mm -hmm. uh, Joe Satriani and Steve Vai and you know some
0: well known (laughs) (laughs) guitarists
1: nobody was a slouch really well known musicians uh Um, and then we did similar things with other brands in other capacities that we worked with so we worked with Mackie and what Mackie had us do before they were going public is we wound up doing some video interviews with a bunch of well known engineers and producers and people like that too so that this way they would have sizzle to help sell the steak. Mm-hmm. So we started doing more and more endorsements <laughs> with different brands. We, at that time, we were working for uh, Audio Technica. Actually, we were the very first Audio Technica rep in the world in the pro, pro industry. Before that, they had consumer reps. Mm-hmm. And the consumer reps were selling things like phono cartridges, and microphones to hi-fi shops. Uh-huh. And I called them and I said, come, can I, I, I want to do this. Uh-huh. So I was the experiment to see if that worked. And we brought them some great artists. So we brought them, um, like, Laurie Estefan, and we uh, did work there with Journey. And we brought them some of the guys from Pink Floyd, Scott Page, who was still good, c- close friends with. Uh-huh. And um, uh, some, oh, and some other bands, too, and engineers like Phil Ramone. Oh. And <clears throat> so, some really great, well-known people. Mm-hmm. And eventually, I liked doing artist relations more than being a sales rep. Mm. So, I sold my rep firm to a great guy named John Saviano, mm-hmm. who has his own rep firm company, which is Quest. Quest. He does Florida, Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, North and South Carolina, and Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And he's grown the company tremendously. I consulted with him for two years, and then I went into audit relations full time. Mm-hmm. And that's, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> how I started auditrelations.com.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I can see that. Oh, and among that
1: time, too, we also had a recording studio in Atlanta, because my rep firm was Crescendo Associates, and that uh was called Crescendo Recorders. It was at 125 Simpson Street, Uh downtown. And and before that, it was called The Sound Pit. And there were some great artists that recorded there. We dealt with everyone from Isaac Hayes to Kansas to Sly Stone. Wow. A lot of great bands. Uh Uh-huh. And we had one of the years that we were there, the Nam show was in Atlanta. (laughs) And so Isaac Hayes wanted to get to the show. He borrowed my badge because they didn't check ID back then. (laughs) And then after the show, he came to me. I can't do his voice the way, but it was like, Randy, I can't believe how many damn people know you. (laughs) So that was a kick in the
0: trail. Oh, for the Black Moses. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, wow. So that put How long has um, Artist Relations been around
1: then? So artistrelations.com has been around since... Well, I guess it's been about 20 years. 20. All oh, right. right. Yes. Nice. Congrats.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean... How has uh, the whole social media, so when that came in, did you know like oh this is the next wave or did you did, were you early to it as far as I mean that's all we do for you is <laughs> kind of cr- we, create we content like early, yes
1: we were early internet and social media adopters okay so that's yeah. why I was able to get the domain dot relations.com okay yeah okay. That, that's true that's a very our Instagram <laughs> handle is artistrelations. relations uh-huh our Twitter handle is Artist Relations. Our yeah. TikTok is Artist Relations. <laughs> so they're all Artist Relations except for one, and that's Facebook.
0: Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> Facebook, we're Artist Relation, no S at the end of it. Uh. But everything else is Artist Relations. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I
0: mean, that's that's pretty much. The business of how to get it out there, getting brands out there nowadays is like it's mostly yes. digital. Available. So the question
1: you asked, which yeah. I sort to of answer but didn't, so I'll get back. I will mm-hmm. answer it now. <laughs> so things have changed dramatically. Uh-huh. So when I first started doing artist relations for companies, my job was to find them a great artist or sideman, and the company would then we would arrange a quote. The company would then get a photo, and they would put him in one of the music magazines, like, say, Mix Magazine. By Mm -hmm. the way, my recording studio was on the cover of Mix Magazine, Ah, which we really loved.
0: Nice. (laughs) But anyway,
1: uh, they would put him in a magazine, and people would get to see it. And a sideman would then become well-known because of the band he was associated with because it was in all the publicity for the brands. As times changed, ad revenue shrank, um, magazine sizes shrank, mm-hmm. and the companies then need us to do more because their budget shrank with it. Mm-hmm. So we started doing artist relations and then we started doing artist relations and photography. So then we switched from, we started off with Nikon, then went to Canon, uh-huh. now we're with Sony. Uh-huh. And we don't work for Sony, but I happen to love my Sony A7S 3 <laughs> camera. Lots. Anyway, getting off the subject. <laughs> so we um, did that, and then we started shooting video. Mm-hmm. And then we started editing video. And then companies asked us to help writing some press releases. Mm-hmm. And so we started doing just everything needed to help the company's business grow based upon the foundation of artist relations. Mm -hmm. Because really the whole function of artist relations, if you you distill it down to its purest essence, is working to increase the sales and knowledge about a brand. And so all these other things had to come into play to make that happen. Mm Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense, actually. I mean, the brands we... was introduced through you, uh, all the cable company, I mean, Luit microphones. Which we're talking through yeah, right yeah. now. Uh. They grew tremendously.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think.
1: Well, Luit is actually... We have some great artists and people using Luit. Mm-hmm. So we can find Luit microphones on... Uh, From what a lot of our engineers and producers told us, from everyone, from Ariana Grande to Beyonce with Kelly Rowland, Uh uh, the One Direction records, a lot of the One Direction guys separately, a lot of big artists have recorded and used Lewitt. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And, yes, so they have grown tremendously, and we like to believe, and hopefully it's correct, that we are a part of that. Yes, thousand
0: percent. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, um how do you find these niche brands because um, a lot of these brands are young and up and coming how, how do you keep your finger on the pulse of what's coming next for basically
1: well what i i like to do when we go to the shows i, I like to walk around and see what i think is wonderful new and interesting mm-hmm. or when i read an article on something or i'll see something that someone's using and i'll ask questions about it, and when we take on a brand, we only want to take on a brand that we love. So normally when we start with a company, we have a little feeling out period. Mm-hmm. And if we wind up loving the product and really caring for the people there, because it's almost like being in a band. So a <laughs> yeah. band can make great music together, but if the lead singer and the bass player are getting in fights all the time, the band's not going to last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if we find a brand where we can respect and like the people that are there and like the product and, or love the product and feel that the product is going to be something that people will really sink their teeth into. hmm then we're proud and honored to work with those brands. Mm-hmm. And the companies we work for are like that. So, mm-hmm. like, we love, like, IK Multimedia.
0: Yes, we they, do too. <laughs> yeah, thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah, they have great software. Mm-hmm. You know, their Amplitude 5 is like an amazing guitar plugin. So, and they also have in Amplitude, you can also buy, like, the Joe Satriani plugin. You can get Mm -hmm. the Hendrix plug-in. You can get the Slash plug-in, Brian May. And uh, we actually were involved in two of those. So with the Hendrix plug-in, we were working with Sheldon Reynolds from Earth, Wind & Fire. He was the guitar player at the time. Mm -hmm. And at the time, he was married to Janie Hendrix, which is Jimmy's little sister. Mm -hmm. So he introduced me to Janie, and we spoke about working together to... Do this Hendrix plugin, and yeah. That was how that started. Now here's the thing that's cool about it, how IK does their plugins. One would think that maybe there's some kid in the corner with headphones listening to Foxy Lady and trying to figure out exactly how to make that sound in a plug-in. That's not how IK does it. They actually, it was at their office and they had all this original gear the original models that Jimi Hendrix used. Mm-hmm. And they found a way to measure and model and test things out so that this way it sounds like the amp. So if you took those old amps that Jimmy had and set all the dials to zero and set these dials to zero, they would sound the same. So you can get the sounds that not just he had, but the sounds he would have had had he adjusted the tone controls differently. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sure it's the same thing. And, and then with the Slash one is, is, if I remember correctly, it was, it was me, Gary Kirzner, and the manager for Slash. We went to, I think, a lunch... And set that up, and that's how all that started.
0: Oh, nice.
1: And they've taken that to the next level, and then they have other great products like that, too. They have, and now they, now they have hardware that they came out with, uh, which yeah. <laughs> is like next level stuff. I, I yeah. don't want this to sound like an ant, <laughs> uh, but I can't help it because <laughs> I, I love this stuff. I know I love this, this is why we set it up. So, we, you, know,
0: you, you get very cutting edge companies that are just doing next level things and that's why we we love working with you guys because it's you're bringing us on to stuff that actually does matter for us too It's it's not just yeah ah, new gear blah, blah, blah. it's like no it, it moves our business makes different forward too. yeah
1: yeah and recently we also started working with gator so you need know, it's gator cases gator uh-huh. frameworks and um they also do levis straps too mm-hmm. but we arranged for richard Fortas from guns and roses to get a Gator case. So, and the thing that's cool about it is, is it's a lightweight, TSA-approved case, but I was talking with Richard on the phone, and he said to me, I bought a new guitar, I bought a new Les Paul that's, cost, that's the same cost of a house. So I thought he was exaggerating, so I said, well, how much did the guitar cost? He said, $300,000. So I said, "Wow! <laughs> Not only is that it must be an amazing Les Paul, but if he's trusting it to a Gator case, that's a big—that's a big message about the quality of Gator cases, uh-huh. too." Yeah. So, and of course, we work for Fur Audio. Um, They have great in your monitors, and it's actually people from other in your monitor companies we used to work for. Mm -hmm. And so Bogdan, who's like designs just about everything there, is like this brilliant, brilliant guy.
0: Yeah, we we interviewed him at your Indoor Expo a few days ago as well. We were putting that all in a
1: podcast. mm -hmm. So So, (laughs) even though you're interviewing me, I'm going to ask you some questions now. What did you think of the Indoor Expo guys?
0: Oh, we loved it. That's, yeah, it's every beautiful. time we come to a nam, we, we fit that with a nam, the oh, indoor yeah. expo.
1: So, so, yeah. We, so now you've been at about what five indoor expos? Oh yeah. Maybe more than that. Yeah. <laughs> so what are some of the highlights of the indoor expo for you?
0: Oh wow. Uh, OWC definitely with their hard drive, the the new hard drive that uh, Envoy, I believe that's um, waterproof. Uh, the Envoy I- G- Pro, electronic. yeah, wow, yeah, that that was exciting. Uh, yeah, fur excited to see what's coming up. Like, yeah, even uh, throughout the years, you had a lot of guitar companies that I loved, uh, cable companies that we were introduced to. Yeah. We still use them to this day. <laughs> Actually, now using them. Yeah, throughout the years, all indoors Expo were amazing and.
1: I mean, especially this year with... So what people at the indoor Expo, besides the brands, what the, what artists did you enjoy meeting with at the Endurance oh, Expo?
0: Oh, wow. We always love seeing um, uh, Vernon Reed. You see Vernon him in Reed. a lot of... of uh,
1: that's the guitar player from, from Living Color. Living mm-hmm. Color, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, And he lives out near us, too. Well, out in New York, Staten in Island, Staten Island, yeah. Um, Man, it's so many people. Um, Brian Vieverts, we ended up meeting, yes. who is now a six-time Grammy sevens, Award winner. 90. Yeah, I think, yeah, he, he won He used us a show. lot of your products, too. Yeah, he, um... A wonderful guy. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, that's now just a friend of ours that we met through you years ago. I mean, it's, it's so many... Now I'm on the spot. I'm trying to figure. Yeah, I mean, Quiz introduced me to you, and he's you know he's just an awesome dude too. So, you you hang around very awesome people. So I know with you, you your, your wife, <laughs> you. too. Your wife, your wife, Tanya?
1: I love hanging around with her more than anybody <laughs> in the entire world. <laughs>
0: Definitely, definitely. Your wife, yeah, it's, it's, it's a family atmosphere. My wife so. is the
1: hottest working woman in show business. She's the female James Brown.
0: Yes, she is out here slinging emails and texts and all just right. get, keeping us all in good communication. So, um, yeah, your whole team, Ben, all of them. Yeah, everybody's so been great. So remember
1: Derek Dave at the Indoor Expo? He was this young guitar player who would... Perform at the Endorse Expo, uh, the one in California. Oh, in California,
0: okay. Mm-hmm. And
1: he had this great voice and he would jump around and play guitar. Uh huh. He is now the opening act for the Motley Crue Tour. Oh. And he has a great band called Classless Act. Okay. So if you're listening to this, you have to check out Classless Act because they are going to be incredibly well known.
0: Okay, all right. Uh, you heard it here first. And
1: this no, no, is- you can't say it like that. You've heard it here first.
0: <laughs> See, yeah, Randy came in with the cinematic voice on it. So, um, <laughs> um, to, I also want to ask you how do you become an endorser?
1: Good question. Glad yes. you asked. <laughs> well, the first thing is what I tell people is instead of going for an endorsement, work on your music career because if you work on your music career, then the endorsements will come to you. At the same point, it needs to be some sort of fine balance. So think about not what the company can offer to you, what can you offer to the company? What do you bring to the game? You can be a great player, but do you have a great Instagram following? You started to talk about social media Mm -hmm. because there's value for that. If you have 57 followers, then there's no advert value for the brand. Mm -hmm. Now, sometimes we'll work with someone with slow social media because we really, really believe in who they are Mm -hmm. or we believe in their management firm. So a typical example... So find yourself a great manager, too, that believes in you. Mm -hmm. So an example is there was an artist that we worked with. Actually, we didn't work with it. We were their manager. And he brought us an artist that had, I think at the time, like 500 Instagram followers, which was not very much. Low social media. Mm -hmm. But we knew that Danny managed we trusted Danny as a manager Mm -hmm. so we wound up getting them a Nord endorsement and then Phineas and Billy grow to be one of the biggest artists in the world but Uh. they work with somebody we trusted Mm -hmm. so if you have um, if you have a great band and a great sound and you, and you find yourself a, a manager who's working with some big artists, they have leverage. Um, they don't wield it like a hammer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What they do is they'll work with us and if we tr- trust them that they assigned you, then, then we trust their judgment. But if you don't have a manager, or just build up your socials on your own. What you need to do is tag. Tag the products you're using, whether you're an endorsing or not. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, if you just did a recording in your home, and you used a Lewitt microphone, and you used some IK multimedia software, and you used, like, a Gibson Les Paul guitar, um, and you used an OWC drive to record it with, and... You had it, um, you used a Gator Frameworks laptop stand on there. <laughs> when you're done with what you're posting or the video portion of what you're posting or the image, what you do is on it you say something like, hey, check out my song. I did this on my Apple Mm-hmm. Laptop using an OWC Electron drive, singing through my Lewitt microphone, going through my Wireworld cable into my Les Paul guitar, mm-hmm. um, uh, using Amplitude and the Sunset Sound Studio Reverb, and that's for those who want to know what I did. Mm-hmm. And eventually, these brands will get to see that you've tagged them And people want to know. They want to know what you're using to get your sound. Exactly. And just keep tagging, and then people get to see, and then eventually, then if you call a company and they look at your social media, if they just see, like, you feeding your cat, then there's no value. But if they see that, hey, you know what? This Mm -hmm. person's a real gearhead, Mm -hmm. that they love what they do. Yeah. So... That will help you and that will assist you in getting to the point where you can get an endorsement. Does that does that make sense? Yeah. It makes perfect sense. And it has to be on products you like, too. It it can't be on something like, hey, can you get me an endorsement? Okay. Well, but then you don't
0: know what to do with it.
1: And it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. As an artist relations person, there's another artist relations person in the room, really good. And he named Daniel Keller, who's on the other side <laughs> of the booth, right there. Same thing. If someone calls Daniel and says, "Get me an endorsement," it, it's not going to work. It has to be on a on a product that you love, that you mm-hmm. know I carry, or someone like Daniel carries, or something like that. Yeah. So I just gave you a plug, Daniel. Thank you. Okay. My pleasure. <laughs> So that's right, <laughs> we, we did. Um, so that's that's really what you want to do if you want to get get your name out there, get your product there, work on your musicianship, mm-hmm. um, and uh, promote the products that you love, mm-hmm. whether you're an endorsee or not.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One wow.
1: More. Yeah. What's next for artist relations? We just started working with a company called CoinFold, K-O-I-N-F-O-L-D dot And they're a company that makes, that's in the whole crypto world. Oh, cool. So they're actually coming out with a wallet um, that will allow you to trade crypto. And I'm hoping I'm understanding this correctly because we just started with them. It will allow you to trade crypto without a transaction fee Um. and for any management firms that are listening to this as well they also will have you the ability to create your own entertainment coin so it's something that could really be incredibly incredibly huge for the music industry Mm -hmm. so you have to check out CoinFault.
0: okay will do all right well that's what's coming up next and uh thank you so much randy from artist relations uh as you just said all the social media handles uh except for the one for artist relation on facebook (laughs) but everything else you got it early like you've been on with uh all your social media and stuff like that uh thank you again so much randy uh, please check out the, the, uh, our episodes on uh, Apple, Spotify. Uh, we're on YouTube as well. Um, and that's it from Summer Nam in Nashville. Uh, again, thank you from Randy, Dennis, and myself. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. For more information of booking 23DB Productions, visit their website at 23DBProductions.com. Like and follow 23DB Productions at Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter for the latest work.